here on the Black Equity Podcast, we are going to look look at every situation objectively, look at both sides of every situation, and make sure that we are capturing moments in their most organic way, but most accurate to the flow of information that was here before the moment and what we anticipate how the flow of information will go forward. Now, many of you who have been listening to Black Equity from the very beginning, and thank you for our thousands of listeners. We are truly blessed with Black Equity and the the daily growth of this podcast and those who want to, to be deeper into the Black Equity Podcast experience, you can go on Spotify or go on our IG and you can actually listen to our weekly curated uh, playlist where we uh, take over 100 songs and we uh, curate them for you and put it in, in, in a way uh, that tells a story. And so if you're interested in that, you're more than welcome to do that. Also, go on our Instagram at Black Equity Pod and you will see a lot of great opportunities uh, when you click on the link. And also there's going to be some great opportunities coming up as well. So I wanted to say that. But most times we are looking at how business affects culture and how culture affects business. Now, how does this topic impact business? Well, because... Each one of you who are listening to this podcast is a business person. Each one of you, whether you have a business or not, you yourself are a brand. You yourself are a business. You yourself are representing yourself. And in this situation, we are going to sit down and listen to the Gail King, the R. Kelly interview, and look at things from the black culture black business and uh, perspective and, and see what we can find within the conversation. Those who have been listening to our podcast prior to this episode, because I know there will be a lot of people, this will be their first episode because they'll just see R. Kelly on the cover or they'll hear this is about R. Kelly and they'll click and we'll, we'll have a whole new audience coming in today. This is what we do weekly. We break down what is going on in the culture. Doesn't matter who it is. So this isn't a, we're jumping on the R. Kelly headlines. No, go back in the beginning. We talked about R. Kelly months ago before any of this popped off. Before there was a documentary, we talked about R. Kelly. Go back and listen to that episode. Today, we have to break down this conversation. It is it's unavoidable for me personally. I know deep down this is a distraction from what's really going on. And please believe that I am paying attention to other things beyond this story. But I, I can't. The, the. The journalist in me cannot let this story go by without at least giving an accurate portrayal because you're going to hear all these other podcasts. You're going to hear all these other news channels, all these other YouTubes. Everybody's going to have think pieces. Everybody's got something to say. 
and you can get lost in opinion. And I don't know what we're about to hear, but what I do know is I am going to do my best to break it down factually and challenge what I'm hearing. And also, if anyone is saying anything that is correct, by all means, I will say, hey, this person is correct. No matter if you like the person or don't like the person, all that other stuff, I can't do nothing with. Also, I want to say, I'm not sure what is going to be said here, but this may not be suitable for children. Because once I go in, I don't have time to be worrying about who's listening. I got to tell the truth. So now that all these disclaimers are out of the way, let's listen to Gail King. Let's listen to R. Kelly. And let's see the black equity in all of this. I do want to point out, Boyce Watkins was talking on Instagram the other day. And he said, it's just funny how all these interviews, the Jesse Smollett's, um, Gail King and R. Kelly. There's another one where, yes, you have a black reporter asking questions to a black person, but it's still owned, <laughs> still owned by a white network. So that's the black equity of all of this is, yes, you have the hired black person to interview the person, uh, the black person who's going through a particular situation. But don't we own Aspire TV? <laughs> don't we own uh, TV One? Just to name, you know, just a couple. Isn't there not other areas in which we can have a conversation about um, one of our most prominent artists? I think he deserves to have a, a conversation on our platform. I don't, we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know if the man is guilty or not. Now, we have seen tapes from the past and we can guess that there was probably something going on now. This is all public opinion. This is all public opinion right now. We're not even in the courts right now. This is all public opinion. So as we sit down and listen, Let's give everyone who is speaking an opportunity to either help their case or hurt it. With that said, I now present to you Black Equity Podcast breakdown of the R. Kelly Gail King interview on March 6, 2019. Welcome to CBS This Morning. We're going to begin with your big explosive interview with R. Kelly. Wow. He had a lot to get off his chest. He he actually said he welcomed the opportunity to speak. Boy, did we let him speak. And everybody has switched their channels and turned on to us to see it this morning. Let him speak. So let's get right to it because R. Kelly is breaking his silence about the sexual abuse charges that landed him in jail last month. The embattled R&B singer spoke with Gail for nearly 80 minutes yesterday. It is an interview that you will see only on CBS this morning. And he says all the women now accusing him of physical and sexual abuse, he says all of them are lying. That's what he says, Chicago prosecutors. My first thing here is I didn't like the rollout last night. I get it. You got to get eyeballs to come see your interview. 
but there was no way to roll it out without R. Kelly standing over Gail King yelling and it, the, 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 the memes of it all was like, y'all took maybe his worst moment and used that to suck everybody in. But it did happen. <laughs> it did happen. But the, the, the rollout of it is like, oh, no, this is what I mean by not being on our platform. They've charged Kelly with 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. Authorities say three of the four alleged victims were underage when the suspected crimes happened. And Kelly has pleaded not guilty. Sources tell CBS News federal and state authorities in at least two states, New York and Illinois, are now investigating a variety of allegations. The singer, as you know, has faced intense scrutiny for more than a decade now. It was reignited in January after the Lifetime docuseries Surviving R. Kelly featured interviews with seven accusers and former members of his inner circle. They all say that Kelly preys on vulnerable women and young girls. I am surprised that you agreed to do it. Why are you sitting down with us today? I am surprised that you agreed to do it. Who reached out to who is what I want to know. That's a big question in all this, y'all. Did R. Kelly reach out to them? Or did they reach out to him? Because there's a lot of people in the media that said they refuse to do an interview with R. Kelly, Charlemagne included. So I'm trying to figure out who reached out to who because this, if I were advising, and advice is cheap, by the way, but if I were advising, I don't think this is the setting. This is the wrong this is just not good. Not CBS in the morning with Gail King. It's just not. I love Gail, but not this. Don't this don't make sense strategically? If if you're talking to a publicist and you're, you're saying, okay, I'm going through this situation. This is what's going on. What are my best moves? I don't know. I just don't see this being the best move. But let's see what happens. I'm very tired of all of the uh, lies. I've been hearing things and, you know, and seeing things on the blogs and, you know, I'm just, I'm just tired. What are the lies that you're hearing that disturb you most? Oh my God. Um, all of them. Um, that little girl's trapped in the basement, helicopters over my house, mm-hmm. um, trying to um, rescue someone that doesn't need rescuing because they're not in my house, handcuffing people, starving people. I have a harem, uh, what you call it, a, um, a coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even really know what a coat is, but I, I know I don't have one, you know. Have you done anything? If you don't know what a coat is, you then can't say you don't have one. It does, it, that doesn't, <laughs> that it can't, you can't say you don't know what something is and then say you don't have that because you don't know that you don't know. It, that don't make sense. I'm just, I know I'm being, I'm being picky here, but I just don't like when people say, hey, you know, I don't know what that is, but I didn't. That's not me. But if you don't know what it is, then that could be you. In my house, handcuffing people, starving people. I have a harem, uh, what you call it, a a coat. Mm -hmm. I don't even really know what a coat is, but I know I don't have one. Mm -hmm. Have you done anything that you regret? Have you done anything wrong? Lots of things wrong. When it comes to women that I good answer, R. Kelly. Because if you had said you ain't never did nothing wrong, that wasn't gonna be a good answer. Apologize, but I apologize in those relationships. At the time I was in the relationships, okay. That's a good answer. Broken any laws when it comes to women? Absolutely not. This. 
Mmm. Mmm. I know y'all want to know my opinion on that. Let, let me hear that again. Lots of things wrong when it comes to women that I apologize, but I apologize in those relationships. Good answer. The time I was in the relationship. Good answer. Have okay. you broken any laws when it comes to women? Great question. Great question, Gail. Absolutely not. The six-part series. That's a lie. The fact that your voice, your total... Why did your voice change? Absolutely not. What, what is going on here? Why are you whispering? Arke- who put... Who approved this interview? Lots of things wrong when it comes to women that I apologize. But I apologize in those relationships. If the time Great answer. Relationships. Great answer. Have okay. broken any laws when it comes Great to question. Absolutely not. Lie. The series interviewed 50 people. Mm-hmm. Family members, your former tour manager, numerous women who all claim that you abused them. Are you saying everybody in that documentary was... Great question, Gail. Not telling the truth about you? Everybody? If, if, if you really look at that documentary, which I'm sure you have... I have. Everybody said something bad about me. Mm-hmm. Nobody said nothing good. That, that's, that's what she's saying. So <laughs> we need some answers. They was describing Lucifer... Exactly. That's why we're all here right now, trying to figure out what is going on. I'm not Lucifer. Okay. I'm a man. I make mistakes. Right. But I'm not a devil. And by no means am I a monster. I'm going to name the names. Okay. Andrea Kelly, your ex-wife. Kitty Jones. Lisa Van Allen. Lizette Martinez. Mm. Deronda Pace. Faith Rogers. Asante McGee. You're saying everything they said in that documentary about you is not true. They are lying on me. Why would these women say this? So you're saying everything that they said in the documentary is not true. His response is they are lying on me. That's not the answer to the question. You you just dodged it. Great dodge. But we caught it. You, you just dodged the question. Great question, Gail. Lisa Van Allen. Lizette Martinez. Geronda Pace. Faith Rogers. Asante McGee. You're saying everything they said in that documentary about you is not true. They are lying on me. Why would these women say the same thing about you, that you are controlling, that you are abusive, that you tell women when to eat, when to go to the bathroom, when they can sleep, where they can dress? Why would all these women tell these different stories about you if they were not true and they don't know each other? That defies logic to me. Great question, Gail. Until you hear... The explanation. Yeah, I need to hear this explanation. What's the explanation? You can start a rumor uh-huh. on a guy like me or a celebrity just like that. All you have to do is push a button on your phone and say, so-and-so did this to me. R. Kelly did this to me. And if you get any traction from that, if, you, if you're able to write a book from that, if mm-hmm. you're able to get a, a, a reality show, then any girl that I had a relationship in the past that I, it just didn't work out, she can come and say the same exact thing. It's a great, that's a great answer, but it doesn't answer the question because she is specifically naming names and saying, these people don't even know each other. Logically, this doesn't make sense how all these people don't know each other, but yet they all describe the same person. That's what she's coming with. Your answer is, well, anybody could just make up anything about me. Yes, anybody could. We're talking about six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 people. This isn't just anybody. This is you know, just for, you know, dramatic effect. This isn't anybody. This is everybody. And so you both are talking two different languages here. 
And I think that's important to notice in that in that moment. Uh, a reality show. Then any girl that I had a relationship in the past that I it just didn't work out. Uh huh. She can come and say the same exact thing. Are you blaming this on social media? I'm talking about the power of social media. In 2008, R. Kelly was... Are you blaming this on social media? I'm talking about the power of social media. Nah, man. Y'all, all y'all been blaming a lot on social media. Social media got a lot of damn power up in here. Because everybody blames everything on social media, as, but yet everybody says social media is fake. Everybody, I, I saw, uh, what's that lady's name? Simone Sanders or whoever that lady, the, 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 the co-chair for Bernie Sanders was on a program two or three days ago. And she was saying that uh, social media is uh, fake. It's not real. Don't listen to people on social media. By the way, she was on a uh, show at the time that only appears on social media. So I'm not sure what people think of. Social media is simple. It is, it is simply uh, tools used through your mobile device that allow you to connect with one another. In many ways, this podcast is part of social media. So when you say social media is the problem or Bernie Sanders co-chair says social media is fake, you are basically saying everything online is is not real, but yet you are because you're live and in person and you have no falsities. You have nothing that is wrong with you, but everything that is said by people like me and other people, it it just can't be right because of the the way it's delivered. Because it's delivered through social media, you're saying it's all false. But yet, if it's delivered through television, then it's real. What makes television any more real than social media? If somebody can answer that for me, I could probably end the podcast. I could probably never do a podcast ever again if I could understand how television is more relevant than social media. How is television more real? How is this interview that's on CBS any more real than the interview that is done through a live YouTube chat? It's two people sitting down talking. The only thing that that y'all have bought into is the value of CBS, the value of ABC. So it just makes absolutely no sense. You bought into the value of all of this. And now because social media is within the last three years. And by the way, on my Twitter, I specifically said, if anybody hasn't contacted you in the last three years, they don't want to be in your life. This is just a side note. This has nothing to do with CBS. It has nothing to do with R. Kelly. And damn sure ain't got nothing to do with Gail King. If somebody has not contacted you in the last three years with the rise of social media, mother, father, cousin, brother, sister, uncle, whoever, friend, old acquaintance, you're the love of your life that you haven't seen. If somebody hasn't contacted you in these last three years, they not real, my G. If it ain't on, if they're not contacting you through, quote unquote, social media. Because, you know, let's just say they don't have your number. The only way to find you is social media. But yet social media is fake. Found not guilty 
on 14 counts of child pornography after prosecutors in Chicago failed to convince a jury that he was a man seen in a sex tape with a girl as young as 13. What do you want to say to your fans? Last month, Kelly was indicted again, this time charged with aggravated criminal sexual abuse of four women, including three who the charges say were minors at the time. Have you ever had sex no. with anyone under the age of 17? No. Have you ever had sex with anyone under the age of 17? His answer is no. I just don't find that to be true. When, <laughs> And I'm not even talking about... I just think it's bullshit. I think most people, not all, I think most people have had sex with people under the age of 17. The thing is, they were probably 17 when they did it. They were probably 16 when they did it. People are having sex at 15, 16, 17. So to say, well, I never had sex with anyone under the age of 17, well, it depends on how old you were at the time. But just to give a blanket answer or no, I just don't buy it. Because now you're just saying no to everything. Be honest and say, yeah, I did have sex with someone under the age of 17, but I was 16 at the time. Like, that's real. To say, oh, no, I just, I just, it's just, it's just, you are already trained to say no. So I don't buy that answer. Never. No. I have to tell you, it's so hard to believe that based on all the there's, women read. I'm going to tell you something. There's one you. I'm going to tell you something. What said about you. What women said about me. What women. So nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be scorned and, and lie on me. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Absolutely. I can't do it. I just can't do it, y'all. This is a, a this is a distraction. This isn't this is a waste of our time. It has to be covered. It has to be on the podcast. We can't just ignore it like it's not happening. But this is this is this is some clown stuff. Because as he is saying no, I'm sorry. As he is saying yes, he is shaking his head no. You got to go pull up the video. What women, so nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be scorned and, and lie on me. And, and see, when you study body language, which you know I do, I already know the answers by sitting down talking to you. I ain't got to really ask any questions. But when you look at, as he says one answer, his body language says the total opposite. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Absolutely. So your explanation is they're lying on you. Absolutely. As he shakes his head, no! (laughs) His head, his head, his head is saying no. His mouth is saying yes. Something is not accurate here. I'm going to tell you something, Gail. There's one thing. I'm going to tell you something. What women said about you. What women said about me. What women, so nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be scorned and lie on me. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Absolutely. I just can't. I can't. Absolutely. Absolutely. You feel that people have maligned your character? I have been assassinated. I have been buried alive. You haven't been assassinated. You can't. You can't be both. Look, R. Kelly, and you know I, I have some people from my past named named Kelly that uh, left some bad taste in my mouth. So I'm just, I'm just going to call you R. Look, R. Um, this is unacceptable. This is just unacceptable. This whole interview, 
you need a new publicist, you need a new manager, you need a new lawyer, you need a whole new team. This is unacceptable behavior of arguably the king of R&B. Everything about this is just, um, it's, it's a sad day. And it's not necessarily sad for him. It's just sad for the culture. As I sit here and I, and we ain't even got to, I know we haven't got to the juicy stuff yet. So I think the point okay. you're making is it, it's, it's not possible. You can't. You feel that people have maligned your character. I have been assassinated. Okay, if you've been assassinated, that means you're dead. I have been buried alive. If you've been buried alive, that means you're alive. So you haven't been assassinated. You may have had an assassination attempt. I'm just saying, if you're going to come on an interview, man, just 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 keep it funky and keep it real. Because people like me are watching. And we're going to call you out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You feel that people have maligned your character? I have been assassinated. I have been buried alive. Okay. But I'm alive. You, you are alive, Are or... or, or. You know, you want to say your last name or Robert we will go with Robert. So I think the point you're making is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. They, why would I? That's not what he, that's not what she asked you. Have you ever held anybody against your will? Your answer is, I don't, I, I don't need to. That's not what I asked you. I'm, we're simply asking you, did you do this? I don't need to. Well, we know you don't need to. The question is, why have you? I think that deserves an answer. Buried alive. But I'm alive. So I think the point you're making is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. They, why would I? Well, I'm, I'm stupid with never helping R. Kelly. With all I've been through in my way, way She could have asked that question better. She let him off the hook. She should have just straight up not said the whole, you know, let me know if I'm saying this wrong. No, no. Have you held anybody against their will? That's it. Yes. To hold somebody, let alone four, five, six, fifty, you said. How stupid would I be to do that? You would be very stupid, Mr. Robert. Very stupid. I didn't say you were holding. Stupid guys. I didn't. Is this camera on me? Yes. You know. Now he's pointing at cameras. You're supposed to be sitting down having an interview. Now you're trying to take over the interview. So that makes me think that you contact. Who contacted who in this situation? Because he doesn't really seem interested in talking to Gail. He seems interested in talking to these cameras. Use your common sense. We are. Don't forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. I don't really. Me if you want. Here's the thing, Robert. I don't feel anything towards you. To be honest with you. I have no feelings for you. I have nothing. I have no hate. I have no love. My feelings are towards the culture. My feelings are towards the, the people who have loved you and supported you and put their money into you and invested into you. And you let them down. 
and you took advantage of little little girls, allegedly. And we want to know what the answers are dealing with this particular situation and you dancing. Want to love me if you want, but just use your common sense. Okay. How stupid would it be you for be me to with very stupid crazy past and what I've been through? But it was stupid back then too. So what was your excuse then? Oh, right now, I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Brother. Wait, wait, <coughs> wait. Wait, what just happened? Down the... Well, I gotta go back. I, I, what just happened? And what I've been through. Oh, right now, I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. What the hell? That was a little too specific right there. <laughs> okay, look, Robert, this is, this, is, this is unacceptable. Now you're telling on yourself. I'm just going to let you talk. Because I can't even help you. Who who arranged this? Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. Y'all, I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I can't even fight Robert, sit your ass down and finish the interview and stop acting like a little five-year-old child. Now you're starting to act like the very people in which you've been accused of trying to take advantage of. You acting like you're 14 years old. Grow up. All this stuff. This is not me. You said you was the You said you was the Pie Piper. You said you said that uh, it was too late. They couldn't come for you. You asked for you brought the energy. You gave us 30 years. You, you gave yourself 30 years. That was all for you. That was all for your pocketbooks and you building your brand. You didn't give us anything. You gave us music and we enjoyed it. And then now we look back and we listen to the music and there's some questionable things in them. But who is y'all? So, you know, the conspiracy people will say, well, I gave you 30 years. What is this? The Illuminati? Who did you sign up with? Is this the army? The, the Navy? Who did you give 30 years to? And I would like to I would like to see that contract. Was it Sony? Did you have a Kanye West type contract where you couldn't retire? Who did you give 30 years to? I don't think they're trying to kill you. I think they're trying to lock you up. This isn't about music. You just said you, you spent 30 years. You just said you gave us 30 years. See, it is about music. Now you now it's about family and spending time with your kids. I've never heard you talk about your kids, Mr. Robert. So I'm not, I just don't get it. I just, something is not adding up to me. 
And what what was that comment about? Unless you had to go give somebody kid shoes for their uncle. What is going on, Robert? Who let you sit down and have this conversation? And I can't do it. Right. No, I just don't want to believe the truth. Who is this guy walking up? I don't want to believe it. Who At is this it? point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. Oh, that's the publicist? He's fired. He's fired. I don't even know who you are, dude, but this is a horrible job. One of the most important people on your team is your publicist. One of the first people you need to hire is a great publicist. This is a teachable moment. This is a lesson for the community, for the culture. Get you a real publicist. This is unacceptable. This is not the work of a professional publicist. He's fired. He needs to go. I don't even know who the dude is. This is unacceptable. I hope this camera keep going. Now we're gonna let the camera keep going. Now they patting him down. This is that doesn't even make sense. Who's he, Muhammad Ali? All these women, their mothers and fathers told me we're gonna destroy your career. But Kelly's their mothers and fathers told me they're gonna they're gonna destroy your career. Okay, okay. Well, there might be a little bit of truth in that. But when was that said? Was that before or after you did something wrong? I need to know that. Briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. You fired, homie. I hope this camera keeps going. Now we're gonna this let is the not true. Okay, uh. No, a true publicist would leave the room and then come back. This is this is just too much. This is that doesn't even make sense. Why would I hold all these women? Their mothers and fathers told me uh-huh. we're gonna destroy your career. They probably did. Kelly's emotions remained raw. It's real girls out there missing. It's real. Now that is true. If he is telling the truth, this is a distraction because that thing with Robert Kraft has real implications of of sex trafficking, and all of a sudden. We have diverted our attention to R. Kelly. All of a sudden, we have lost track of Robert Kraft on the same network, CBS, uh, Les Moonves. Where are these people at? Why is Les Moonves not sitting down on CBS this morning? I think that would be a great conversation. But it's always... Yeah, I hate to say always, but we've never heard from Matt Lauer. <laughs> we haven't heard from Matt Lauer. Why is why is Robert on this interview? It's been like two, three years we haven't heard from Matt Lauer. He he hiding. It's been two months. You come out the woodwork trying to clear your name. Two young girls out there being abducted. That's true. Okay? He's right. They really are on chain. If he's telling the they truth, really if he's telling the truth, he's right. Doesn't even make sense. Why would I hold all these women? Their mothers and fathers told me mm-hmm. we're gonna destroy your career. Mm. But Kelly's emotions remained raw. It's real girls out there missing. Mm. It's real young girls out there being abducted. It's a good point. It's a good point. Okay. They really are on chains. 
But you gotta talk to Gail. betray me and keep forgiving them. I feel you. Though, though, that's a raw emotion and you try to help people out. They turn their back on you. They don't contact you. They disappear and you try to help people out. It is. It sucks having a big heart. It truly does. I just don't know if this has anything to do with you. It's a great answer but I think it's from the wrong person. The victim here. You sound like R. Kelly. You do. When I listen to I'm you, it does sound like you're playing the victim. I'm just telling the truth. It does sound like you're playing the victim. But what if he's innocent? Let's just let's just pretend. Give me 15 seconds of your mind. What if he's innocent and everything he's saying is true and he only looks hysterical because they want him to? What if? I'm just saying, what if? And the reason I'm emotional, Robert, I apologize for that, no, is no, because no, this no. is the first time I was able to say something. I've said nothing. No, you said some things, homie. <laughs> you said some things. You, know, you remained tough and calm throughout that. Well, I mean, it, it wouldn't do any good if we both got hysterical, <laughs> or if we got if we both got very emotional. And you could see uh, he he felt that in his mind everybody's lying. I said, but there's so many people who are telling the same story. And he kept going back, going back. I said, but the women don't know each other. And he said, how do you know they don't know each other? On social media, you're connected. He thinks everybody's trying to do a book deal or they're trying to do a movie. And that really are people. That's true. How do you know they don't know each other? Do you know how many people I can contact right now by a push of a button? Do you know how many people that I'm connected to? Do you know how many people we all are connected to? You could, you could get some people together and really do some damage on someone. I'm not saying that's what's happening here, but for y'all to keep running around saying, well, they don't know each other. We don't know that. We don't know. We only know the information that's on television. You know, the television that y'all say is real and social media is fake. Yeah, that television. Because it's on television, y'all call it real. 
people are conspiring against you. I have to say, I've never seen anything like that. I don't know how that went on for over an hour and a half. Ain't nobody asked you all that. What was he like before the interview? Because you didn't really know him that well. No, I don't. I mean, in fairness, he didn't rant for the whole hour and a half, but he, he got very emotional. In fairness, he didn't rant for the whole hour and a half. Then what? So this, so Gail, now you get, you, now I got to break it down to you. What, if if he didn't act like that for the whole hour and a half, then why is that the only thing y'all showing? In all fairness, he didn't do that for the whole hour and a half. Then why is this nine minute clip about him ranting? Is there not other parts of this interview that were calmer? I want the full 80 minutes. You took 80 minutes and cut it down to eight? Several times. I met him maybe beyond a five years ago at a party where you just say, hi, how are you? You know, it's not the time to say, remember we met five years ago? I hate it when people do that. So um, I did ask, can we have a, uh, have a conversation before the interview got started? I wanted to say, we're going to give you a platform to say whatever you want to say. It's no... We did have a conversation before it started. We are going to give you a platform. Who called who? Secret that he lives at Trump Tower in, in Chicago. So we went to his apartment there and we had a conversation. Um, and you walk into his apartment, there's a big welcome home. There's a Christmas tree uh, that he keeps up all year long since his mother died back in 1993. He's very close to his mother, misses her very much because it was her favorite holiday. So he keeps the Christmas tree up all year long. It was like 90 degrees in there because he was resting his voice. He said he was going to be singing later. But what he is accused of is dastardly. Exactly. Exactly. Raping young girls repeatedly over decades. Mm -hmm. And I think what you did, Gail, was allow him to tell his story and to see, though, his behavior, his temperament, is, I think, what is probably what is most... See, that's, that, that's what I don't like about this. You get to see his behavior, his temperament. But you just said, in all fairness, he wasn't like that the whole time. More than likely, he was only like that for 10 minutes out of the 80. Maybe he had an emotional breakdown. Maybe he's innocent. And then you, so then this lady, I don't even know the lady's name, this this this, this white lady, Caucasian lady, is saying, well, this shows through this temperament and behavior that there may be something going on here. No, uh, uh, not if you're not showing me the whole interview, though. If this was just a 15-minute interview and this is the interview, then yes. But y'all cutting stuff up and editing it and flipping it and turning it upside down on his head. Exactly. exactly. Raping young girls repeatedly over decades. Mm-hmm. And I think what you did, Gail, was allow him to tell his story and to see, though, his behavior, his temperament, is, I think, what is probably what is most revealing of this interview as well. The pounding of the fist, the getting up. I was worried about you. People can't pound their fist. This is like this, this, this fear of black men. Hmm. I was actually worried about you when I saw the pictures. Well, it's funny. A favorite son, favorite daughter, and Oprah all called me and said, were you afraid? Did you think he was going to hit you? I actually never thought that. I think that he was, I thought I might get accidentally clobbered, but I didn't think that he would deliberately try to hurt me. I never felt in danger talking to him. I just felt that he had a lot of emotion. He wanted to release it. And, you know, when it was all over, we had a conversation. We said goodbye. And I think 
At the end of the day, he was glad that he was able to say what he wanted to say. Okay. Even if, okay. but it's hard to believe when you say, Robert, there are so many allegations yes. and so many accusations, and you never had sex with anybody under the age of 17. And it took this jury less than a day to deliberate. Yes, exactly, exactly right. There's more, he said, thing, right? And he says more will come out on his side of the story, too. And we have more this, this yes, story. Yes, we do. In our next half hour, Kelly talks about the two women who live with him. And the oh, boy. Robert, 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 Robert. Singer spoke with Gail for nearly 80 minutes yesterday. He strongly denied having sex with underage girls or doing anything illegal. And Bianca, he wants people to talk about it. In this interview that you'll see only here on CBS This Morning, we also asked Kelly about his rough childhood and his story of surviving years of sexual abuse. He also discussed how the allegations against him could affect his personal life and his career. Do you still expect people to buy your music? How do you think your music should sit with people? Absolutely. I, I think they should. Although a lot of them may not. But like I said, I'm really not really fighting for my career here. I'm fighting for my rights. And I'm fighting to have a relationship with my kids most of all more than anything. Mm -hmm. I want a relationship with my kids. Good answer. Because I've missed a lot of years of their life. Okay. They tough me. I love them. And they want a relationship with you. I bet you they do. Yeah. I, bet. I bet you they do. That means you don't know. My breath on Because you know, I thought I read somewhere where his daughter did want a relationship with him. I mean, it's, it's none of our business. It's all gossip. It's all... But I'm just... It's just I, I like things to be accurate. And it doesn't sound accurate. Pressured, and I get it. They're pressured, so I, I get it. But I believe that's going to change in due time. You have daughters. If your daughters called you and said that somebody is doing to them what the alleg what the allegations are about you, would you be okay with that? Let me tell you something. I'll be up in that mother everything up. Well, that's what they're okay. I'm just confused, Robert. I don't even know if I can continue. This I is just myself, but I will yes. be. Everything. If your daughters came to you and said, look, this guy is doing to me what the allegations are against you. I, then I would have to arrest myself after I did what I had to do. You've been very candid that you are mm. a sexual abuse survivor yourself. You talked very candidly. <clears throat> you were molested from the ages of 7 to 13, 14. How do you think that has affected you? It hasn't affected me at all. I mean, it has affected me Robert. in a way, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, it affected me in this way. Anything that I've been through, that or any struggles I've had in my past, has it affected my music? It has. Um, you has know, it affected your behavior? Absolutely not. Oh. Because I'm gonna tell you something. And, 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 you know, I know people. They always oh, well, he was abused. Exactly. Well, that's why he's doing that. No, 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 no. No. The experts will tell you this. Most people who are abusers have been abused, but not all people that have been abused go out and abuse others. Okay. And so that's why I asked that's the question. That's what the experts said. That is what the but they experts didn't say said. All, did they? No, they didn't. No, all right. No. Yeah, I stand. So that's why I'm asking. I'm in the you. Uh, not all. <laughs> I'm in the not all. Okay. But they also didn't say when you're R. Kelly, okay, and you're famous and your name is ringing 25 million times a day all over the world, okay, of people trying to get money from you, okay, and they're using your past. They're using the past allegations, the past case that he beat to link it on to that, okay? They're using that. 
When you say that you need help, do you think you need to go to therapy? Have you been to therapy? Uh, absolutely. At this point, um, I'm definitely talking about that. About going? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it seems like, you know, some could say you might seem out of touch to a lot of people. What do you I, mean? Well, I mean, your perception of the charges against you. I know it's your side and it's your story, but you have a different perception that most of the world has about you. No, people I have a truth. You, you, people have perception. People have their perception. I have truth. Do you I think do. you're invincible? Oh, absolutely not. I just think I'm human. Well, Jerika Duncan joins us at the table. You've covered these allegations and the stories against him. You've talked to the victims, some of the victims and their families. Right. How do you think this interview is going to resonate in the court of public opinion? And the court very in the, adamant about his is. position. And I think the fact that, you know, first of all, great job to you and the crew that were able to book this interview because I don't think anybody expected to hear from R. Kelly. I didn't you expect to hear from R. Kelly. You have a man of that magnitude, yes. celebrity, deciding to sit down while he's actually facing felony charges that could end him, up, could land him in prison for up to 70 years, and he decided to give his side. Of course, we did want to hear it, but I think when you look at social media and on Twitter, he doesn't have a lot of support. I think mm. there are people who will say, oh, you know, this is what I'm saying, the girls were lying, or what have you, but by and large, the what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is not a lot of people have sympathy for him, and even... Mm -hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> the court of public opinion. That's the crazy game we play in this society. As I'm as I'm just thinking over it and just just processing everything. Like I said before, it's a sad day for the culture. I'm, I'm glad that there is a, a moment for us to look at and, and, and analyze and, and see if there's something that we can learn from. But it is sad. It is very sad. But for me, is let's get down to the truth. Let's get down to the truth. And the thing is, you got to be careful with the energy you put out. Because I believe this all happened. This all happened after the public heard this. I got a million motherfuckers hating me. A 40 billion motherfuckers loving me. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to take this musical shit and I'm going to inject these motherfuckers with this musical, beautiful motherfucking. Shit. No, no, don't do that. I can't no, afford no more kids. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I understand. I am handcuffed like a lot of you motherfuckers. I'm handcuffed by my destiny. It's too late. They should have did this shit 30 years ago. It's too late. It, the music has been injected into the world. Okay? I hired my motherfucking self. <laughs> I want to propose a toast to all the strong motherfuckers in here right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Motherfuckers like you is why I still continue to do what I do. 